Mikey, you want to do the intro? Welcome to the the Scott I don't even know what this show is. This is I'm two hours way up. Wow, you've been gone that long? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I, I was said, hey, Spielman, do you want to talk about Scott Pilgrim? I said, yes. I didn't even know this was a podcast. I just thought we were going to talk about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so I was, I was sabotaged. You think we're not going to turn this into content? <laughs> right. Come on, bro. Uh, welcome, welcome to two whatever's way up. Uh, uh, I'm uh, some guy that they grabbed off the street. They said, hey, do you like Scott Pilgrim? I said, yeah, that's me. I'm that guy. Uh, with us today is everyone's favorite person, uh, Fresco. I'm here. Yay. The crowd pleaser. Absolutely. Yes. Seth is here. <laughs> he doesn't need an introduction. That's what happens when you're that awesome. You just say Seth I, is I, here. I, I, have to, uh, I have to be on every Scott Pilgrim episode that I can until I finally get a Scott Pilgrim tattoo. I just, I don't have one yet. That's and I need the goal. One. Yeah. And that's it. Nowhere else is here. Uh, there's no fourth force. You didn't hear that? Oh, no. Nope. It's just a myth. Damn. Wow. It's wow. going to punch that? you into death. <laughs> oh, she came in. She came. She's here. You know how she got here? She came through the subspace highway in my brain. Uh. That's how she got here. <laughs> yeah, nice. I forgot. I forgot that was there. Sorry about that. But. You're asking to get kicked in the balls, dude. <laughs> I will fly back there. I... <laughs> Let's both be girls. <laughs> ah! Let's both be girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how I'm going to end it. No <laughs> Such a great intro. We're here to talk about Scott Pilgrim. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm chomping at the bit. Yes. Um. <laughs> I, I retweeted a tweet uh, just before this uh, recording where it, it was it was the Dr. Manhattan meme and it was it is 2004 and I'm seeing bad takes about Scott Pilgrim. It is 2010 and I'm seeing bad takes about Scott Pilgrim. It is 2023 and I'm seeing bad takes about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It, so great to be here. We're here on the heels of the of the new anime show on Netflix. Um but let's talk about the movie first. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Have or or is it worth touching on the comic before we open? I've even seen people on Twitter shocked to find out that there's a comic behind the movie and yeah. that the Seriously? movie wasn't like the origin of this universe. Do you think a studio would be this creative without some kind of source material? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. This is pre A24, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Edgar Wright A24 combo. I'd 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 go see that. I mean, look at everything everywhere all at once. It feels like an Edgar Wright movie sometimes. I yeah, for sure. So, yeah. For sure. Well, um, I, I read through the comic. Did uh anybody else here read through the comic? Read the whole thing yes. in one day. Nice. Yeah. It's also I sitting just, behind me. I did like a little shelf. bit of the comic. I never finished it through. Just one of those things. I started the first and then just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I saw it movie form first, too. I, I also found out there was a comic after seeing the movie. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, oh, no. it was I, a reach back I and knew there was me. a comic yeah. before the movie. I just didn't read it. I saw the movie in theaters, loved it. I went back. I, like, borrowed the first, like, first volume from somebody. And then, like, I never got around to buying the rest for myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mike, it was at the uh, the Walden Books that used to be at the uh, the Valley Mall. That, <laughs> that, that's where I oh picked up my gosh. Coffees. That makes wow. me feel. That made You're me feel so old. You just said that. Right. I don't know Damn, if everyone dude. like. <laughs> God, I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> People were like, "What's a Walden Books?" <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone went, "What is that?" Like, Kids, that Back was before, day. <laughs> Barnes Back and Noble. Before and... celebrities read your books to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow, a triple drink. We just caught that in like in perfect tandem. Perfect. No, we didn't. I was, I was like, looking at my audio. Drink. drink. I was mid drink. I was like, Seth, you motherfucker, outlier. Do. <laughs> Well, like somebody had to keep talking, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't you can't have dead air while we all gulp, is, you know. Well, I think mine's gulp. mine's the only one that's not alcoholic. I think so. Yeah. No, mine's oh, mine's not. No, I'm, I don't, I'm just I, high. It's three p.m. Mm. I haven't started drinking yet, like an adult. Not in hey? Russia. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the the, the if, with regards to the comic, it kind of is its own thing until the last volume because the last volume hadn't come out by the time the film was released yeah. or the film was being made. So they kind of merge at that point and they said, well, let's just use that ending they use in the movie. And so it kind of becomes the movie in the last volume. Right. Okay. Which is a good decision. I mean, I think the a movie little, ends in the appropriate a little, place. Uh, a little trivia for you. Fun fact. The ending to the Scott Pilgrim video game was mm-hmm. the original intended ending that yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley wanted to use, which is oh, after you cool. defeat Gideon, he wanted Gideon to summon a giant mech that you fight. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That was Because that's the correct to way to end anything. Kaiju <laughs> ending, a ridiculous game robot over. fight. Yeah. 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 And I think one of the proposed endings was that he ends up, um, <clears throat> he beats Gideon and then he doesn't, Get together with Ramona. He ends up with nobody. He went. He goes with knives. Yes. Yeah. He goes. That with is one. That with, is an ultimate yeah, thing. Yeah. One ending. He gets together with knives, which is. We'll get yeah. into it. Um, and then the other ending, he ends up with Ramona, which is the one they use in the film. And then the other ending, which they didn't shoot, was he ends up with nobody. Like he learns a lesson by the end of the film and goes off and becomes he, like yeah. He kind Kane of leaves kung with, fu. With, uh, <laughs> he kind of wanders. Nega Scott. He leaves with Nega Scott, and he's like yeah yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna, well, and I, I think that's my favorite too because of the representation of like uh, a, a you don't become a man until you've tamed your ego and like are able to connect into the world that's out around you and recognize your place in it. Yeah, and and he doesn't need women to like like achieve that within himself. I, th- I think yeah. that's the most apt ending for the character. Otherwise, if he get, I feel like if he gets the girl, he's a douchebag. Like he's just it, it oh. ends with him still a douchebag kind of. I mean, he's still an asshole. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the point. Well, he does become a better person by the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The but, I point mean, him of the and Ramona is... are both not good people. That's the whole point of it. She yeah. runs away from right. things that she thinks she's feeling, developing feelings for, and he runs away when things get even the little bit, littlest bit challenging. This was the first time, really, in his life that he actually fought for something ever. Yeah. Um, and so they're both not good people, and that's that's what it's supposed to tell you. That's why Nega Scott is a good person because <laughs> Scott's an asshole, <laughs> right? He's actually kind of a great guy. Did the switch on? He is this. a great guy. <laughs> Scott, you're the power of self respect. <laughs> God, I love that voice so much. Scott Bill Hader, Bill Hader. <laughs> I know, I love that was it. The- I- 
the one voice they didn't get back for the anime was the yeah. narrator. I was like, damn, they, it's not uh, Bill Hader. They yeah. got a guy from, from TikTok. I think that's who that was. Bill Hader's been like stepping back from everything. He's not in Bob's Burgers anymore. He's not doing South Park anymore. He's been so wrapped oh, up wow. with uh, Barry that he just literally stepped back from everything else. So that's why. Yeah. Is that is, is that show wrapped up now? It's it's only, done. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. not quite sure how to continue. I actually have never seen Barry. Um, so it's I mean, done. you should watch going, Barry. I'm, I'm going through the Bear right now, which is uh, which is the most binge worthy show on the planet dude. right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'll uh, jump into Barry after that, dude. Yeah, Barry next. It's done. And and yeah, do like, your beast. Oh boy, what a <laughs> Fucking great show! <laughs> Looking forward Sorry, to guys. It. So Scott Pilgrim got sidelined by what? Bill Hader being yeah. a tiny little cameo in the movie. Yeah. I was gonna say Bill Hader's just the man, so fuck it. He, truly, there's tiny yeah. little cameos well, all throughout the TV show. I was gonna. Oh say, yeah, everywhere. Um, a Bill Hader, Michael Sarah crossover. He was my favorite thing in Superbad. Bill Hader. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. That's he right. was my favorite that's part right. of that movie. I was like, fuck everybody else. I want Bill Hader. I want more of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Superman's such a great movie. Why did he and Seth Rogen never do a spinoff for those cops? That's like the that's only cop I shit know. I would want to watch. Well, I, I, I love think it's Brooklyn because they Nine-Nine, both exploded but... in different directions because yeah. of Superbad. They got really big right after that film. And yeah. that's kind of the thing about Scott Pilgrim, this film, is that a lot of these people in this film are like actors on the ascent. Like this is yeah. like the perfect movie at the perfect time for them. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's just almost there. And, and then their careers took off, even up. though the movie failed. Well, I would say yeah. I would say of all of, I think Sarah was the biggest name at the time for that movie. Yeah. I mean, he mm-hmm. was because of arrested development. Yeah. Arrested development. Oh, yeah. And, Anyone who does it, anyone who's ever said, "Well, Michael Sarah can't act," you need to watch Scott Pilgrim. It's the one time where you can tell that that dude's got a little bit of range and he can be super funny. Um, it's just like the TV show when he's in that TV show, man, does he stealing scenes with the way he's approaching his voice work? Oh it's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I I've always been a sucker for Kieran Culkin, though. Oh, Dude, I love right? Kieran. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know me. Wallace! <laughs> God. How'd you learn that? I will say with regards to that, I I finished watching the TV show and overall I think that it is it fixes a lot of the problems of the movie. And the biggest yeah. problem is that uh Scott Pilgrim is a 23-year-old dating a 17-year-old. Not okay. Don't do that, please. Uh, that's it, a church relationship. Fixes. Yeah, but that's you know, that's the thing fixes. is that everyone what? doesn't fix anything it's a sequel so there's nothing no. to fix it's, it's, just, a it's what making ifs. fun of itself it's a what if storyline it's a what no, if. It's a sequel you missed it didn't you it's a sequel scott had his moment and now sorry seth future scott is the one who did all this so this oh, is yeah, technically yeah. a sequel yes seth uh it's a future version of scott who kidnapped him sorry because seth. he gave him the um, script so it's actually a sequel for yeah. what happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. It becomes self-reflexive. Yeah. Yep. They they address right away, like, it's probably not a good idea for me as a 23-year-old to be dating a 17-year-old. <laughs> Society looks down upon that. They literally say like, it in the uh-huh. show. It's like, uh-huh. they, so yeah, they address like, yeah, we we, we fucked up. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like, well I mean, it's like, not really a fuck up. It's supposed to show you 
just how low he was at the time. Yeah. Like, the dude was so low that he went to a 17-year-old high schooler to try to fix his problems. One, they, if you even listen to the way he talks, they've they've barely held hands. They've never kissed. And yeah. so, like, there was really... And if you really watch, uh, or if you read it, it was more of... He was kind of just like her, her gossip person outside yeah. of school for a lot of it. Yeah, they don't really do anything. She, yeah, nothing really happens. Like, she kisses him him um if you remember when they get to the rocket she kisses him so a lot of the stuff with him he didn't really do anything um no but he but it shows just how low he got he He did he's a user that's what he does like that's what he is he's a user no he is like in the movie that's what i hated the most in the movie like yeah when they were at the arcade and it was like game over would you like to play a game he's just looking like so you uh you pay gonna... you pay yeah they okay. did kind of change that from the from the comic because in the comic like when they're going out to get food they don't say that she pays when they go to the goodwill the conversation isn't just her talking to him and he's like oh wow he's actually like super engaged in her conversation mm-hmm. yeah and, the, and like he treats her way better in the comic than mm. than they kind of let on in, in the in the movie like yeah and I think no, it's because they were trying the to movie. really show he is yeah. fully a dick in the movie and they allow his dickishness to show over time in the comic. But again, you have time to let that play out. Right. Yeah. In a comic versus a two hour movie. They uh, condense also, his arc down to a two hour mm-hmm. film. Biggest thing to talk about with that movie is it's one of the last times CGI was used for good. <laughs> Yeah, Marvel. you're you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Think of all of the subtle little things that they did with CGI and green screen in that movie, like the bus scene with Ramona and him. If you yeah. pay attention to the background, there's hearts oh, on the his X's side, the there's hearts. X's on yeah. hers, and then as the conversation changes, hers Turns turn hearts. into hearts. And I'm like, yeah. uh, or knives when she's listening to them for the first time. In her eyes, there's little hearts. I'm like, yeah. dude, just like the impressive use of CGI. That we have never seen again. <laughs> well, and it's he was treating the film like it was an animated yeah. film with yes. real people in it. Like yeah. every every so frame good. was treated as if it was like an animation of the comics. And that that dude, like, like that visual style, I walked out of the theater after the end of that movie, bought a ticket, and walked right back in yeah. and saw it again. Like yeah. I, I, I and I don't do that with movies. Weekend. Yep ever but that was one where I, and it was a late showing too yeah. we got there for like the 9 p.m showing and i was like damn it i'm gonna go see the midnight i'm gonna stay up till fucking two o'clock in the morning watching <laughs> oh, yeah, scott that, pilgrim a second time that's one of the few films i saw like so many times in yeah. theaters normally i'm like i'm i would love to see a movie more than once in the theaters but like my i'm a cheapskate but like with scott pilgrim that was one of the ones where i was like fuck it i'm going again <laughs> yeah preach it preach it that that Mike, movie that was I, uh Ryan DeVore took me to see that. Oh my god. No, I took that. A little Best was, Buy callback for you, buddy. <laughs> Jesus. That movie came out around my birthday in 2010 and I went to see it with with my wife and I got out of that movie and I looked at her and I, I usually a lot of movies I I I'm one and done with. I'm like, "All right, yep, gotcha. Bye." I looked at her and I went, "I think I think I got to I think I got to see that again like <laughs> immediately and i think within within like three days i'd seen it again in theaters 
And I had to buy... Did you guys know that Blu-rays can degradate if you watch them enough? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's a little sad. <laughs> I found out. Um, I, I, I am not the person who watches behind the scenes bullshit. I don't turn on extra audio commentary. I don't do any of that crap because I don't necessarily care. I have watched every single piece of extra content. I've watched it with the audio commentary. By the way, if you have the Blu-ray of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and you haven't watched any of the audio commentary, I <laughs> highly recommend watching the one with the actors because about maybe like a quarter of the way in, Brandon Routh shows up and that thing changes very, very much. And it's just as hilarious to listen to. And it turns into what what you would feel like a podcast with those four would be like. It is <laughs> fantastic. I think they make like 12 total comments of the actual movie. Most of the time, they're just yeah. bullshitting and it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that that movie every extra scene the audio commentary listening to edgar talk about his process and the way he approached scenes mm. the to not understand how much love and passion went into this movie yeah. is 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 impossible like it's in every single frame of yeah. this movie that yeah and it and you don't see this kind of love i think the the next closest love i would say is what kenneth branagh is doing with those agatha christie movies he clearly loves agatha christie yeah Yeah. and it shows in everything that he approaches it he has made three of those things and i have loved all three of those things and it's the same kind of passion and i loved seeing that in scott pilgrim and it just made me i think scott pilgrim was kind of like that man i would love to do this I think that, like, to me, oh, Scott yeah. Pilgrim awoke me a little bit more than any other movie ever has to be like, dude, I would love to be in something like this. Like, this movie is yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. While on the subject of woke, uh, I'd like to point out that there's a bunch of people that really hate this movie because they say, oh, there's a. Uh, Scott's such an unlikable character the entire time. It's like that's, that's, point. that's the point. To be. <laughs> the He's point. an asshole. Are He's we are we subtweeting Ulrich right now? Are uh, we just like talking yeah, shit on Ulrich? Yeah, you know what's funny. They actually made the movie less woke because in the comic, for those who haven't yeah. read it, Stephen Stills when he broke he turns up with gay. Julie, he <laughs> actually turns out to be bisexual. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's he right. Starts, he, yeah. He starts a relationship with a man during the Battle of the Band stuff. That's right. And yeah. he kind of realizes who he is really as a person. So that's the whole that's the cool part of, of the comic is you're mm. actually seeing two people going through a breakup very differently. You know, Scott's yeah. fighting everything. He thinks that the next person is the next thing. And and Steven's just kind of trying to focus on himself, focus on the things that he loves. And in the end, Steven ends up more full and happier because of the way he approached it. So it's really giving you commentary on like, hey, if you go through a really bad breakup or just a really bad time, focus on yourself a little bit. Like, yeah, figure yep. who you yep. are out and promise you good things will come. And that that's kind of one of the like subtle takes from that comic is if you work on yourself, if you if you focus more on you after something like this and you fix you and you figure out who you are, in the end, the next time that there's a chance of, of love and a relationship, it's going to be better for you. 
And it's just, it's such a great, subtle commentary that it's one of the things I wished I would get in either the movie or the TV show, which they kind of gave it in the TV show with Wallace a little bit when they changed yeah. his character. And I, the, I did the dude, end. that scene at the Sparks end. Right? Real. <laughs> real. So great. I love that. Yeah. But I really loved Steven's journey that, that two sides of the same coin. We both went through bad breakups, but one focused on themselves and one buried themselves and other people. And the outcomes were very different. One still, I mean, if the TV show is anything to prove, one still is a fucking child at heart to the point that when he finally had one adversity 13 years into a marriage, he they split, he never talked to her again, and then he started planning, going back in time to stop young Scott from getting with Ramona. Like, it shows Damn. the immaturity that Scott By the way, Scott spoiler has. alert for the show, guys. Yeah, fuck you guys if you ever watch the show by the time this he, thing comes out. He trains like fucking One Punch Man and gets like super jacked. <laughs> he trains I for 10 that. years. <laughs> and he also is vegan. Oh, yeah, he goes oh, vegan. Okay. He gets <laughs> vegan powers. Yeah, because he wants he goes to full be, Goku. Said, you gotta finish this powers show. and counter powers of all the X's so he can be like mega X. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Seth, yeah. you have to finish the show. It's fucking crazy. I, I can't wait. This sounds it's amazing. So like, I, I was I was so ready for a, something left field. I wasn't prepared for how left field they were gonna go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even just I, so I'm only two episodes in, but um, Patel's character change oh is God, oh yeah, fantastic. Oh, that's oh that's great. That it's... fight scene with Gideon is like like straight fire. Like that is like yeah. absolutely great. fire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, they, 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 Gideon's one eighty. So wait cool. for that shit. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Every character gets flipped in the best possible yeah. way. Oh, I'm so excited! Fuck with you. Yeah. That 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 Scott Scott Pilgrim takes off might be the single most disloyal thing to a subject matter, yet still loyal to a subject matter. Bold and Dude. risky thing that is so fucking good. Yeah. That is so punk rock, and that like punk rock it's is the setting. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, 100%. to do what they did and be at a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Except for Collider. Fuck you, Collider. First off, fuck you. <laughs> Sell your bad score. Fuck off. I, I would say my you. one negative of the show that bothers me. I love the fact they got all the actors back for their roles from the from the film. Except I love Bill that. Hater. That's great. Except for Bill Hader, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Um, I would argue that maybe, I mean, being an actor on a screen is different from being a voice actor because there's a lot of moments where I'm like, okay, another take, <laughs> try again. Because the way they, their animation is on screen, there are moments where Ramona is like screaming at people and it's just Mary Elizabeth Winstead going, so what's going on here? Is this well, really a complicated, like it's speak up. Well, <laughs> I hate a, it. That's my that's one negative. Like, yeah. With, uh. Big name actors. I know. You want to go? They're not voice see, actors. Wanna, they are not voice see actors. You want to see how fucking bad? Of them. Yeah. Big name mm -hmm. voice actors are. Go watch The Wind Rises in fucking English. Ooh. It'll make you want to pull your fucking head out because it's just John Krasinski and Joseph Gordon-Levitt talking at each other. Oh yeah. Even in scenes where they're supposed to be fucking screaming. Yeah, I said Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Michael Sarah, and Allison Pill are the worst offenders. 
No, Michael Sarah was great. I think especially there there's a lot of times where Sarah really fucking brought that voice out. Allison Pill, I didn't even realize she was in the goddamn thing. She yeah, was she's very fucking flat. She's very flat. Horrible. My Whitman had a fucking great time, but my Whitman's the only one in this cast. Oh well, Jason Schwartzman too, who has done a lot of voice work. So well, my she, Whitman, yeah, she, Jason Schwartzman was like really at home well, here. Jason Schwartzman was great, but um, May she is um the lead voice actor for Avatar: The Last Airbender, so. Yep. She's yeah. been doing this for <laughs> fucking incredible. ever. So she knows yeah, how right. to do her range, how she to was, do it. And like the- She was infinitely horny and infinitely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what about you? Not you? What about your boss? How's the boss? Oh wait, what about you? Yeah. So fucking good. <laughs> You're straight? It's fine. I'll fuck you. Ah, oh, fuck you. I appreciate the fact that the uh, animation does keep the fact that Mary Elizabeth Winstead does have a dump truck ass, and they kept that in the show. Thank you. <laughs> I love that they kept showing her change her hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The episode I opens up with her changing her hair. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I love that. It's cute. Yeah. Like, I, I think I explained it this way. Like, while the story that they are telling is different, the storytelling is the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and that is. To understand something to the level that you can just be like, you know what, we're going to actually go fucking left field, but we're going to keep the storytelling pretty close. That's fucking bold. Like, mm-hmm. I, and both of them did it. Like, you could just feel that passion still there. Like, you could tell that Edgar was absolutely involved, and you could just feel like, dude. We already told Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, yeah try something let's, different. Let's do something different. Let's really, let's set this thing up like we think it's going to be the same. And mm. then we're going to take the fucking wind out of your sail. Like, at my first knee-jerk reaction to that was, what the fuck was this? And so I was a little angry. Like, if you if you go to my Twitter while I'm watching, I go, what the fuck is this? And then after, like, episode four, which I believe is the Lucas Lee-focused episode, I went, wait yes. a minute. I'm back in. Yeah. I don't I what we're doing here is different and it's but you're still nailing the storytelling and I'm back mm-hmm. in. Mhm. Uh because mm-hmm. these were all people that we all only saw as generic villains 1 through 7 outside of Gideon. We saw what Gideon was. <laughs> right. But then they just went the name of the show is, is is very appropriate. Scott Pilgrim takes off. That thing took off. Yeah. And it did it, fucking so incredible. It's like the very upbeat, cartoony version of something Mike Flanagan would do. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. That's a great that's a great comparison. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, every, okay, I'm, it, I'm getting every an episode idea for is, what I'm in for. Every episode is dedicated to a different villain. Yes. That's fucking great. Yeah, that's, really good. That's honestly what a perfect because that because then you don't really have to fuck with like the main narrative you set up in the comic nope. or the movie. Yeah, uh, you're just fleshing out the outside of it at that point. That's, dude, transmedia narrative has so much potential. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like it, it, stuff like this is is where I think it really functions the best. Where like it's kind of elastic and that it can switch from live action, but still cartoony and live action to this you know, a, an actual cartoon where you can kind of play out some of the stuff you wouldn't take the time to in live action. Yeah. I think Scott Pilgrim awoke that 
when it i mean a lot of people want to argue that space jam really did something for it and you know of course who framed roger rabbit did a fuck oh come on yeah. Yeah. but scott pilgrim versus the world made you go oh what the fuck yeah like to utilize that effort like to me scott pilgrim versus the world and who framed roger rabbit both should be cornerstones of transmedia narrative the way 100%. that both of them execute their premise and their plot and their approach is I, I just don't ever see it being done like that again for some time. Like those two just understood what that Well, meant. it was like thirty and... years in between just those two. So mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Makes for the longest time Roger Rabbit again. <laughs> for the longest time, Scott Pilgrim was considered the best uh, live action video game it's since been topped by last of us obviously um but yeah this was it, it like if you want to see like live action like video game stuff this was it for the longest oh, yeah. time oh, yeah. you know yeah. maybe this and the this and the crank movies you know this they're the same kind of frenetic style yeah no well, everyone th- loves gerard butler's gamer Oh god, dude! I kind of dig that movie. I don't know. I like. I I revisited it, and it is hard to watch. But it, it there's something about it that's just so. Seth, you just killed awful. two people on screen right now. When he pissed in the gas tank to fuel up the truck. That awesome, dude. That's cinema. That is cinema. Are you kidding me? Oh my Shut god! Shut the fuck up, Seth. Shut the fuck up. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) this is a great reminder that if you're listening to this on a podcast, there is a YouTube version where you can see these men dying as I try to straight face. Yeah. Okay. Going back to the movie. Get rid of this headache that I just (laughs) suffered through. Uh, I'm not even high or drunk yet. Yeah. Going back to the movie. What's everybody's favorite joke? Like just in general. Like pick pick anything. What's the one thing that always makes you laugh? Oh, it has to be when Knives is like, "Where's Scott?" And then Ke- and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." And he's he just o- left. Wallace is obviously because he's like, "Wallace, hide me!" And Wallace is obviously panning to see him the whole time. He's like, oh, "This guy, here, here he is." <laughs> he's totally trying to get him caught every and- time. Every fucking time gets oh, me. I'm oh dead. My God. <laughs> that's a very edgar wright thing is that he loves uh like whip pans like slapstick monty python type humor oh, yeah yeah, yeah he loves that, that stuff yeah. whenever, whenever he slaps any whenever scott slaps a uh, slaps team that's the best <laughs> we have to play um, loud now okay <laughs> i i love the long hair stuff every single fucking time oh like, yeah mainly but, just, just because in a cut but sad <laughs> on Michael Sarah fucking sold that every single time. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, for me, for me, it's the um the Seinfeld audio oh, stuff. Yeah, There's no that. reason for it to be there at all. There's no justifiable reason why it's there. Just... It doesn't even fit in the movie. No, it's just it there. Know. So good. Beer, 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 beer. 
<laughs> and we're gonna have a second date uh, tonight. Oh god! He turns off the stove. It turns off the laugh track. <laughs> god. Oh, god. All right, Seth. What's oh, your approach? The execution. I feel like I grab a new one every time I watch it. To be honest. Yeah. Um, what about this? We're crashing the boys. Around. Is that girl a boy? That one kills yes. me every yes. single yes. time. <laughs> Not a race, guys. All right, this one's for the guy in the balcony who keeps shouting. It's called We Hate You. Please die. That so, thanks. I love this love one. This one. <laughs> that, that is that is so true to local band like chirping, where when bands don't get along, they roast each other from the audience <laughs> when it's the other person's turn. I've been involved in this shit before. Like this that that was my like Every single scene just reminds me of like, yeah, this is what it's like to be in like a local music scene. Just everyone's kind of an asshole. Everyone's fucking everyone. The men are figuring out they're bisexual. <laughs> like it's, it's so on brand. Uh, people d- dating under underage. That was like, oh my god, that is so yeah. local show. But yeah, I think is that girl a boy? That <laughs> yes. girl a boy too? Yes. <laughs> the answer is the so best. good. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I do, oh, man, I appreciate that they took out, they took out some of the, like, paranormal and supernatural stuff, because, like, uh, the drummer for the Clash of Demon Head is an actual demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, isn't, it, like, a robot demon has, like, a robot arm? Yeah. 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 That Which doesn't is, really fit anywhere, it's just kind of there. No. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think, the, 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 the comic itself takes place over a year. Yeah, and whereas this, in the yeah. movie, it's, it's like, like a, a, what, a week to like, that, you know, no, it's a month. Yeah. It's like a, it's a month. Yeah, so it's like they shorten because like the first time he runs, he actually runs into Todd before he even fights Lucas, and they yeah. fight in a fucking mall. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets his ass beat there, and then he's like dejected, and he's like, "All right, fuck it, I guess I'll fight." Lucas and then he fights Lucas and then he figures out who the fuck Todd is and there's like all this subtlety around like trying to get Todd to be a piece of shit and he kind of tricked it like the chicken parmesan thing is a call out to the comic yeah you see it because that is what he's eating in the comic so like the things he gets infractions for are actually things that they set up for him in the um in the comic instead to, yeah. to kind of take yeah. away his power yeah. after he gets his ass beat in that mall. Vegan uh, police might be my second favorite. We're taking a, like a four minute aside in this film to like kind of expand on the universe, but just leave you with more questions than anything yeah. as Tom yeah. Jane and the guy from Boondock Saints 2 busted <laughs> the wall. Clifton Collins Jr. <laughs> Oh, He's been God. in other stuff, Seth. What the hell? That's what I know. Remember that from. other thing he was in? Yeah, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Versus the world. He was in Pacific Rim. He was in uh, Crank Two. He was. He's in a bunch of stuff. I forgot he was in Crank Two. That he's the lead villain. Chame- <laughs> he's a chameleon. He is very yeah. Don't they call him the ferret? <laughs> I think they call him the ferret. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. He's in Pacific Rim, and I I've watched that movie like seven hundred thousand times. Yeah. Burn out yeah. that DVD so I, too. So I I have a story. Uh, oh gosh! So, friend of mine that works in the film business, my friend Maya, this is her absolute most hated movie. <laughs> she hates it with a passion. I, she hates Edgar Wright in general. Just doesn't like his movies. 
Um, I yeah. get that. I do get that. They're it's a very acquired people. taste. Yeah. But her reasoning for not liking this movie is says she says it inspires incel culture. To which I respond with the Tim Robinson bit from I Think You Should Leave, where he goes, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, name one instance." When this is inspired about, incel culture, like at, it's at sound any point, anything, it's very it, women more, empowering. Okay. It is, can, so, especially can the women show. Be incels because if women can be incels, then absolutely, yeah, it's definitely inspiring incel cultures for women to be like, man, men are fucking terrible I mean, people. Because just, of these men yeah. in this movie, I will be an incel because I would rather masturbate <laughs> than fuck right? them. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, I, I wonder. I wonder if she's coming from the, like the the Fight Club thing, where somebody could watch oh, this and not get it and take the wrong thing away from Scott. I mean, that's you know that's what I mean. Movie, like may, maybe she meant like it in that way because because I've I've seen that before where people like like uh, uh, Ulrich from Geeks with Shields. He also hates Scott Pilgrim, and it basically mm. for the same reasons. He's like, all these people are terrible assholes. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's like Seinfeld. That's why they play the Seinfeld theme. It's like Sunny. We are supposed they're not good to, people. We're supposed <laughs> to hate people. these people, and then when they are able to like rise above themselves and be good people, then we can cheer for them at the end. That, and honestly, you, that's what you want. Of, it's called a character arc. <laughs> think of any of us at 22, 23 years old. We were all shitheads. I'll admit, I'm we all like, suck shit at 22. Like, dude, early 20s, been... those are still kids. Those those are still yeah, children. Uh, yeah, that's still what I'm saying. Everyone's a fucking shithead because if, they if, haven't grown up. They're just drunk as balls and like they're drinking rail. They're drinking rail liquor yeah. and getting drunk as balls. Yeah. They're pieces of shit. Like, this is what it's supposed to be. <laughs> it is. Yeah. To anyone who hates Scott Pilgrim versus the world, you are completely missing the point. None of them are supposed to be likable yeah. besides really Knives. Knives, She's yeah. She's the only real one that's supposed to be seen as the innocence of this group. Hence why she is the innocence of this entire Dude, group. She, her at Scott's, pil- uh, at Scott's funeral is just awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instantly bought into Knives in the series at that point. I was like, oh, yeah. this is perfect. <laughs> Can I also make note that I love the fact that they drew her like uh, noodles from the gorillas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah. best. <laughs> There's a lot of like music references throughout yes. the entirety of the show. There's lots of oh, game sure. references. Uh, the titles change based on the game they're referencing. Like they do Zelda, they do Metroid, they do Mega Man. Like it's, the it's final cute. fight. Final fight. Yeah. The the uh, the ending credits music of the last episode is Mortal Kombat, where nice. they just list off the characters' names. Like mm-hmm. Scott, I want that mashup. Ramona Flowers. I want that. I want that. I want that mashup so bad. <laughs> I just want to have that play over. It's so good. Yeah. That brings up one thing I want to point out. Netflix, please stop doing the after 10 seconds, go to the next episode thing. Please stop doing that. I want to hear the fucking credits. Stop doing that. Oh, you, I you have tried to turn it off that. and it doesn't stop. Oh, no. I disabled it. I have tried. It doesn't It doesn't want to do it. I don't know what it is. It doesn't want to stop doing oh, okay, it. Okay, great. Well, I also watch it on my phone. Like, oh, I'm, I'm watching it on my TV. Well, when I'm at work, I watch, work, I watch it on my phone, so I can disable it on my phone. Hmm. hmm. I had it on my laptop, so I just... If I scrolled over, it kind of blacked out that box a little bit. So I was like, oh, you want to watch this? I'm like, yeah, fuck, I want to hear this music. Yeah, fuck. I want to hear this music. It's really good. <laughs> so it lets, it lets yeah. me do the entirety every time. And I listen to the um intro music, too, because I lo- that's a fucking bop. Oh, like, so oh, yeah. Good. 
Yeah, you can't get more anime than that. And that's why I love it. <laughs> I love the fact that this is this is just straight up anime. That's what makes me happy is that they took Brian O'Malley's style and they adapted directly for anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not as solid anime animation as like other like high quality. It's not Attack on Titan. Well, there like, Attack is... on, that's like the peak. Well, and like Miyazaki, the that's the peak. This is good enough though. This is good. Here's the thing. This is an American animation. There is there yeah. is yeah. a sub there's a subclass of anime and it's American animation. And it's um there's a very small list, but it, it is there, such as um the original Teen Titans seven. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also Avatar the Last Airbender, which is an American anime. Mm-hmm. There's no. this. Yeah. There's also uh, like Code Lyoko. There's also Canadian American is the same thing, eh? <laughs> and then there's also like Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi, which is also an American anime. There's Symbiotic um, Titan. Samurai, um, Samurai Jack is an American anime. Jack. It's there's mm. there's like a subgenre of this. So yeah, it's never gonna be anime, but there is it definitely is a beauty within the American anime class. I think uh, Clone High falls into that too a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's got that like it's it's got that Western adapted like visual palette, but it's still that like anime but presentation see, where is, like they're, they're there's like a meta reality that they can as, pop out emotionally into. I will tell you this: when you're this is for Fresco mainly because um, mm. I don't know how much like comedy anime he's ever watched. He doesn't see he not much. This, <laughs> this, this the this most is, comedy this anime. I've tried comedy see, anime. No, the Fresco, most have you seen anime, Baki? God damn it. The most he's seen. My is issue with anime is that episodes. I see episode You've seen the first yeah. I made him sit down and watch the first three episodes of Chainsaw Man. I made him yeah. do that. It's great. And he hasn't gotten I back just to I it. see episode counts. I just see episode counts and I'm just like Nope. Mm-hmm. Why can't why can't shows be eight episodes? Just please, just cut it. So anyway, so back to what I was saying Fucking about comedy. Twenty-five episodes. Eat ass, motherfucker. <laughs> oh God, no, never. All right, back to my goddamn point. Shut the fuck what? up, Fresco, you old goddamn grandpa. I can't watch more than five episodes at a time because oh, my sciatica will work up. Oh, care, Fresco. Take twenty-eight episodes. How about this, Fresco, you fuck? Go watch three episodes. Go work out for two hours. Come back, watch three more. <laughs> God damn it. Jesus Christ. Anyway, comedy Crazy anime. The, the animation <laughs> the animation style is is looser. It's, yeah. it's cheaper by nature because the, the evaluation of that is that it's not supposed to be as profitable as Attack on Titan or... A, Sorry, I threw up a little bit. Demon Slayer. Oh, he just pissed um, off. Oh. Fuck you, hey, bitch. hey, hey! Guess what? You ready for this? Demon Slayer is the new Dragon Ball Z. It's empty as fuck, but it's pretty as shit, and it gets people to watch it. That's all it's for. Um, no, Sorry. it's not actually. I've read the it's entirety empty. of the. Manga. Anyway, this is back an to what I was saying. Episode. <laughs> back I to what, the, yeah, it is. Bitch, I'm I'm like, should I walk away? <laughs> <laughs> comedy anime. Comedy anime is meant to be. There's a lot of fluidity in comedy anime. Like one of the big ones that I could see in this one is Cromartie High School, where there's a lot That's of a fluidity. Like that little robot, straight up, is a Cromartie High School reference. That's it feels that, like. that, that because yeah. there is just a tiny robot <laughs> throughout that fucking entire pointless fucking comedy anime that makes no fucking sense why this robot is there, but he's fucking always there, <laughs> and so that's like. That's kind of the point of the animation. It's meant mm. to be ridiculous. It's meant to be goofy. 
and it it's like comedies really in America. Works. Like the, the the lighting is kind of flat. Yes. It, the the blocking is kind of basic. It's yes. not meant to look like extremely great. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's yeah. there. You're there for the script. That's it. Exactly. You're yeah. the the point of that is to look ridiculous to lean into the comedy. Unlike Demon Slayer, which is only meant to look pretty to hide the fact that it's the shallowest fucking lake you've ever found in your fucking life. I think I think there's also Hope's gonna jump through this fucking screen and come over there and just kick you in the dick. I'll dude. send you my address. Let's do this. <laughs> Apparently that's Mike's you know kink. What? He likes getting you know kicked what? in the dick. You know what? I'm about to be on medical leave soon, motherfucker. I'll have the time. <laughs> <laughs> even, my medical leave's gonna be me. Kick up your ass. Surgery, I'll still kick your fucking ass. <laughs> Mike's gonna just chime in on the Discord one day and be like, "She keeps kicking me in the dick. Why? Why is she keep kicking, kicking me in the, in the dick?" <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Hope for the first time. Who, by the way, I started this by not introducing Hope, and now I'm just shitting on one of Hope's <laughs> favorite animes. It's not my favorite anime. I'm Scott it's... Pilgrim. Lost <laughs> <laughs> the world. This, this is how Mike actively sabotages himself because I think this is also yeah. one of Lexi's favorite anim- animes too. So like you're you're two, oh for two, buddy. Who's Lexi? Oh, I know it's but Lex but Lexi's also newer to anime, so I forgive her. Hope, on the other hand, I'm an old bitch. I'm an old hag when it comes to anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, and, okay. So don't you guys think there's also something to be said about like it's the presentation so of anime? <laughs> there's something to be said about the presentation of anime lending you to believe that you're meant to interpret it as a real world with like real world physics versus like a cartoon world that is doesn't like maintain those physics or like I, I think about Full Metal Alchemist kind of combines the two it's animation lends you into a like more r- real reality but then still has the option to cartoonify to show emotion and Jesse, so that I think it, Jesse, watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, please, for the love of everything. It's not gonna do it. Fuck. It's fifty two episodes. It's okay. only yeah, it's only sixty two it. episodes. So fifty two. You won't do it. They're you twenty minute look, episodes, look, motherfucker. He's already fucking not wanna watch it. <laughs> so let's do the math on that. <clears throat> oh Jesus Christ. See, it's, we're talking about grandpa. It's, it's about grandpa. It's about eight hours of content, I think. It's really good. So let's say 52 um, times 22. Y- you just busted oh through God, Follow the House of Usher in like a day this, and a half. This fucking that's, guy, can bin- he's binging the bear. All right, so that's 1,114 minutes. What is that divided? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll find the time. I'm off work right now. <laughs> you know he's watch never it, going to watch another no. anime that he likes <laughs> after Full Metal, right? Like. Oh yeah, dude. Don't why? (laughs) Like, if someone's okay. Tip for everyone listening: If someone is like, "I've never watched anime," don't start them with fucking Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood (laughs) or Attack on Titan, because then you're never gonna fucking get them to watch something and then go, "Wow, I like this again." Because you're starting at the fucking top. Fucking put them death. Like, hey, you know what? You should watch Naruto. This is why Demon Slayer is so big because it's a great start to fucking anime. Hey. But I could have also don't said watch Parasite Demon Slayer though, Jesse. You would or you'd erased it. or another. I oh, could have. God, Parasite's so good. But oh, but actually, that's a good that's a good segue to what I was going to say about realism. Parasite uses a lot of realistic approaches to to the way its scenes are. Even even the uh, the manga that I've started to collect is same way. It's it's just this 
it's more wrong. You see a lot of that more depending on the demographic. So a lot of seinen will look very hyper realistic. A lot of shoujo, a lot of shoujo will do that too because they yes. want the romance to Anything feel from, that way. But um, again, shoujo's for women, so clamp. they want clamp. Yes, is clamp very, will do that. Um, yes, like known for this is being hyper realistic. Yes. That's Subasa Reservoir Chronicles mm. kind of stuff. Like X99. It's meant for you to Yes, you're meant to connect to it because their demographic, Clamp's demographic is mainly women. Well, and hence shoujo. They want them to They want that yeah, shoujo is for anyone who doesn't know, shoujo is the mirror of shonen. So shonen is meant for teen it, boys. It means shoujo young is men meant and for, young women. That's what it breaks down to. Shonen and shoujo mm, is yeah. young men, mm, young that's women. It. So yeah. like Shonen Jump, Nothing which crazy. is the, art, the um, weekly article that they bring out with mm-hmm. certain chapters, it's called Shonen Jump, and it means like young boys jumping into these manga, and it has yep. like six or and seven manga, but like mm-hmm. one chapter per these yep. weekly volumes. And it's they have, uh, yep, and they have ones that run directly on Sundays called Sh- Shonen Sunday and then of course they have what the heck's that weird one is it Shonen Wednesday and that's the monthly one yeah something like that so there's certain the anime that one. does it weekly yeah, some they... that does it monthly and some that does it bi-weekly um I'm currently yep. I have mm-hmm. the app for Shonen Jump so I just get it it's either Sundays or Tuesdays oh. that the new Love chapters that. come out and mm-hmm. I just get each new chapter with um my and I only pay like two bucks a month for it, which is fucking amazing. When we yes, when we first started to do this podcast, I didn't know that this was going to be the podcast where we were going to convert the Scott Pilgrim film viewers into anime people. <laughs> like the, we work as like the the transitionary uh, boundary, like, and we're like, going, okay, so if you like Scott Pilgrim, watch anime. Hey, hey, do you like Scott Pilgrim versus the World? You should watch Demon Slayer. It's a great entry into anime. It'll help you kind of understand very basic premises and show you just what good animation can look like. It has remarkably beautiful fight scenes, very, at best, characters. Some of them are memorable. Some of them are not. Welcome to anime. It's a great place to start. There you go. You've you've watched Scott Pilgrim. You might as well fucking watch anime. You are, like, as close to anime as you can get without fucking watching anime. It's yeah, just true. fucking watch anime. Stop you're, putting your nose up in the air at you're it. You're kicking your fucking little toes it. in the pool of anime if you're checking out mm-hmm. the TV show. You're definitely... Dip your, pool, dip your toes into it. <laughs> yeah. Put your little water wings on. <laughs> Demon Slayer is a great one to start with, especially nowadays. It's great to start with Demon Slayer. Don't fucking start with Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist, or Chainsaw Man, or Berserk, or Vinland Saga, or Parasite the Maximum. Don't start with these fucking super dark ones. Start with something like Demon Slayer that has its dark moments, but it also has its comedy. It's a good blend of that shit, and it also looks pretty. Mm. There. Is that better, Hope? I gave it some compliments. <laughs> you could go old school 90s like me and just love you. You have to show. Hmm. I mean, Mike's if you, leaving. <laughs> if you're gonna start somewhere, like, dude, that's that's the that's the Rosetta Stone for understanding anime. I oh. feel like. Oh, hope, hope. I just want you to know when you said that, I fell in love with you for just a, a little <laughs> bit there because Yu Yu Hakusho is one of my favorite animes of all time. Oh my god. Oh. 
Yeah, you should watch that. Oh, never mind. Fresco will never watch that. It's actually <laughs> good and long. <laughs> good Fucking and long. Grandpa. The Dark Tournament. Anyway, back to Scott Pilgrim. Amazing. Dark Tournament. Mm. <laughs> this started out shit. as a Scott Pilgrim episode, and we've transitioned to Listen, this. It's their fault. They made an anime. <laughs> they wanted us to do this. They did it's make true. an anime. Show, I mean, it's, it's The movie anime. is a transitional live action anime and then the show that they've released is an american anime it is it's they're they're not yeah. hiding it at sets all. up a second season oh it does get a, that, it's getting a second season it the end of it sets up a second season yeah it they sets up for a second season okay yep. all right all yeah. right and i refuse to tell you what that second season could be but you're gonna get to it and go Oh fuck! I need to see that. Yeah. It's okay. Great. Damn. All right. Well, I guess I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Yeah, you need to finish it. Af- yeah. After we talk so. about Poltergeist three, we get that out of our system, then we oh. can. Uh... <laughs> Man, Scott Pilgrim takes off will be a great way to clean off that one. Yeah. Yeah. The team, the team, the to get back to the show, the show cleans up a lot of the issues that the yes. film had that people keep calling it out for like oh he shouldn't date a teenager well no shit we know yeah. like the point of the movie is that he's an asshole like we know this and that's why the movie that's why the show ejects him from the plot for six episodes <laughs> it's called scott pilgrim takes off he's gone <laughs> he's not he in the six episodes of the show <laughs> he took off it's a perfect but, uh, comedic animated mike flanagan show nice. yeah. yep. that is such a great way to put that it. So I I think honestly, yeah. but without giving away too much more, we all loved the movie. Obviously, we sing its praises. Yeah. So far, even if some people have only seen two episodes, we all sing praises of the show. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Yeah. The, the first two episodes I've seen, I I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. I mean, oh. This is oh, I thought big... of my other thing from the movie that makes me laugh. Yeah. The other thing. When Julie has the black bars come up over her face. Oh yeah yeah the sensory. <laughs> How are you doing that with your mouth? Fuck whatever I'm doing with my mouth. Find how I'm doing it with my mouth. I do love that they bring that. (laughs) And they do. They do it again in the show. They do it again in the show. She's like, I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh god, yeah. Good show. Watch it. I binged it. I think it's in like a day. High whatever's layup. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth watching. You we know? are Sex Babam, and we're here to get you to watch Scott Pilgrim. One, two, three, four. <laughs> and then Threshold pit plays out of our outro. Yeah. And for for everybody I, that complains that like Scott Pilgrim is a dick, and that's the re- that's your one reason to not watch the movie. I think me, you missed the point. <laughs> well, I was gonna say in the show, he's a twenty-two he year old, a really good character. Yeah, they round so, him out. Yeah. It's, Dude, it's that's why it's a sequel, great. because you got to see, and and it's it's one of those things that as uh as you get older, you absolutely wish you could go back and change things about younger you. Like, yeah, there is yeah, running that's really resonant. Yeah, and especially for the nostalgia, and, and even Ramona. Yep. Yep. And Ramona did the same. I mean, neither of them is good. And when their future Ramona is trying to sabotage future Scott from doing this shit, too. That's the other part of this. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, and even she admits that, like, when she gets, like, it's too serious or it's just, it's too much. She runs away. And so it's, yeah. 
admitting that you have a fear of intimacy and he has a fear of, of anything challenging. Like the first person that he ever actually fought for was Ramona. Mm. Like it's, the, the it's, a, it's supposed to show you him fighting with himself saying, why didn't you fight? Was I supposed to? Yeah. I'm a motherfucker. Like you did was the I first supposed time. To? Oh, you never texted. Yeah. Me. Yeah. You never texted me. I, I got vibes. I never got a message. I got some vibes of uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Some vibes mm. of that. Yeah. Towards the end of the show. It was a great show, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great movie, great show, great comic. Yeah. So, all right, this is how I want to end the episode. What yes. should my Scott Pilgrim tattoo be? <laughs> oh, I, the um, the it should be one of the characters, but from the video game that design. Uh, the one-up symbol of Scott's face. Oh, uh, that's that'd a be good cool. one too. That'd be cool. One. Yeah, yeah. What What are you doing? Getting a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had a that, life, I think Scott. because of your musical history, you should get a tattoo of one or more of the instruments from the, from it. I do love I do love Scott's Rickenbacker bass. So That's for anybody who doesn't so. know music, uh, that that is a that is actually Michael Sarah's bass guitar. Like that's his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real, he actually plays music. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Rickenbacker basses are like starting at $2,500. Like, that's a cheap yeah. one, and that's not a cheap one that Michael Sarah has. He has, like, a no. like $15,000 bass guitar. <laughs> hey, trivia. Another another piece of trivia for you. Brandon Ralph also plays bass, but is way better and was actually in a band. So when they were filming that bass battle, that was actually them both playing together. Just show out. <laughs> yeah. There's no acting in that scene. Brandon Ralph is a really good bassist. And Michael Sarah was at the time he had just really started to get into playing the bass. He wasn't he wasn't great at it, and so they they showed they just like just start playing something, and that that is actually them playing, and it shows like that's actually how they were playing. Damn. Yeah, I just had the best thought. Okay. So you know who else is Canadian, and a musician, and really popular right now. Don't you dare say, don't. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh my! Put him God. in season go two, see. please. They're gonna go see. I'm going. I'm seeing Dogstar next month at uh at the Howard Theater in DC. Nice. The day before we do our end of the year episode, I'm going to see Dogstar in DC. Hey guys, you know who sang a song that's about to probably win a Grammy? We should put him in season two. He's also Canadian. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what that's All right. <laughs> what? That yeah. kind of fits that I, I Ryan Gosling would easily fit into the Scott Pilgrim world. Put like, put every Canadian you can think of into the yeah. show. We talked about that when we did the Letter Kenny movie pitch Never years remember. back. Put every Canadian you can think of because Scott Pilgrim ultimately is a Canadian movie. Yeah, it shows off like yes, this is a Toronto film. Film it in Toronto. takes advantage of its location. A uh, Canadian film made by a British guy. Wild. Made by a British guy. <laughs> I mean, they all love the Queen. So. Oh, S- S- starring a bunch of Americans, I, dude, it's perfect. Yeah, I will say that's my Ow. one negative. Uh, my one other, my, my one other, like tiny little thing that just bugged me. Edgar Wright does not do a voice in the film because they do a moment when they're shooting the movie version of Scott Pilgrim in the show, and the director is not Edgar Wright. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wanted Edgar Wrong to be the voice to be voiced by Edgar Wright as well. Yeah, 
I, yeah. I, I was on, I was on, I was like, could you, I, cause I saw him, I was like, is that supposed to be Edgar Wright? And then they showed his name. I was like, all right, so is he voiced by Edgar Wright? And no, no it wasn't. It's uh, one of the actors from Kids in the Hall. Yeah, oh. but you know what? Uh, just in case you didn't know, Brian Lee O'Malley is in the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's at the Rocket. He's at the bar. He's at the Rocket. He's at the bar with his wife. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. He's kind of um, off to the side. That's, that's a great, yep. great little spot for a cameo too. Yeah, and the one, the second time Scott goes through the loop at the end of the movie, uh, you see, um, who is it? Cuomo. He says the comic book's better than the movie. You just hear it in the background. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of his lines were unscripted. He was just saying random shit for each cut. And if if Edgar found, he's like, actually, you know what? I like that one. Stick with that one. So he was just <laughs> saying different things each fucking cut. Apparently, and the one that he liked, like that one, the one that's like the first, the first album is much better than the first album, you know? And I was like, I've heard someone fucking say that to me before. The first time he said that, I fucking died. I was like, I actually had someone use that to describe something to me. Bro, is there anything worse than a pretentious idiot? Oh, my God. Oh, God. He's so fucking great. Uh, Well, uh, let's put the brakes on this uh, Scott Pilgrim dick-sucking convention. Um, I feel like every time we bring this movie up, that's all that can happen. But here we are. Uh, The the video game's great. The comic's great. The movie's great. The show's great. Uh, Yeah. For everybody that hates the movie, watch the show. It fixes the problems. You'll probably enjoy it. Watch the show. Maybe you'll understand because they kind of hand you it a little bit more obviously telling you why it wasn't supposed to be good in the first goddamn place. Yeah. I love people who think that they're fucking too good for shit. I can always tell who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth because then they look at shit like Scott Pilgrim and they go, oh, this sucks. No, fucker. People go through goddamn journeys and sometimes you're a piece of shit for a little bit. Sometimes you're a fucking scumbag yourself. Shocker, right? I Fuck think anyone I hit a who hates sore this movie. spot with my... Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you hit a sore spot. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode, I think. Thanks everybody for being here. Thanks for uh, checking out the show. I'm gonna catch up uh, as ASAP as possible. I promise. You'll burn through it real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. All right, Demon well that still sucks. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for watching. I'll Good go right night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> 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 Oh,